Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Weed, I think many people who've seen a professional soccer match will agree, as do I, sometimes players can and will exaggerate their injuries in order to get the referees to call a foul. And in some leagues, it's so bad, the refs can and will call a foul on you if they find you to be acting excessively. But there's one way to make sure a soccer player who's injured is actually injured, as evidenced by this incident in a match against Trinidad and Flamengo in a league match in Brazil. The unidentified player shown on video published online suffering from some sort of unknown injury, and when the medical team came on site, they drove out in the pitch with one of those little golf cart-style buggies in case he needed to be carted off, and they promptly ran over his foot when they arrived. <laughs> Well, I don't know anything about soccer. I just, yeah. besides, I just, I just can't watch it. But if you do that, run over someone's foot, yeah. is that a yellow or a red <laughs> I card? No. Usually, only the players get those cards, not the you know, medical attendants. <laughs> I never even thought of that. I've seen them do that a lot of times in the NFL. Yeah. I never even dreamed of them running over the player. It never I crossed mean, my mind that you know. That's a little close. You're probably too close. But you're not probably. You're... <laughs> okay, you got a point there. Yeah. <laughs> we now let's take a look inside the world of advanced product engineering, especially when it comes to automobiles. Those people who design cars not only have to take into account how to make the engine as powerful as possible while burning as little fuel as possible with the fewest emissions possible, they also have to, as most everyone knows, make it as comfortable as possible for the people who use it. And that human engineering is designed to make sure everything still works as well after 10 years of driving as it does on day one. That makes product testing a huge component, making sure that everyone or everything wears well. Like, say, car seats. That's why Ford Europe now has a specialized robot to test how their car seats wear out, running them through a test that mimics years of wear in just a few days. And yes... It's shaped like a giant butt, so much so that the engineering team actually calls it the robot. Apparently, one day in the middle of an extended butt test, one of the engineers, whose job is to make sure that the testing is just like the real world, asks one question. What's it like when it's 100 degrees? The answer is, of course, everyone's butt gets sweaty. The robot, promptly designed, redesigned, to be a sweaty robot. They just have this thing jump up and down in the seats for... Well, it doesn't like jump up and it just pushes and twists, push and twist, like you when you get in and out of the car. It just does it over and over and over and over. And they're supposed to be okay for 10 years. Well, kind it of. was kind of, yeah, you might say that. Especially, you know, when your butt is sweaty. Well, they're not real good after 19 years, I'm going to tell you. There's like a little indention right there. Yeah, uh-huh. That only I can fit in. Here's Gary Allen. Well, Cliff, Stacy Spencer from Mount Carmel, she yeah. won the Thomas Red tickets because mm. she knew to be listening for that song of his called 16. Yeah. Now, by rule, mm-hmm. Stacy, now we ask her to wait 30 days before she can win any other prize here on Country 98.1. That, that's correct. But, Cliff, my question for you is, mm-hmm. is there a time limit 
for playing the Thomas Rhett song, <laughs> 16 again. Do we have to wait so many minutes, so many hours? Well, you know, good radio usually dictates that we not rotate, and the technical term is rotate the songs that tight. But, you know, these giveaways aren't really about good radio, so we can do it whenever we want to. So I don't have to wait like 30 minutes no, or an hour can, and a half? You can do or, it now if you want to. I don't care. Well, i got to get this song loaded up. and Oh, <laughs> you didn't really anticipate me agreeing to go with that, did you? No, I really didn't. <laughs> I, no, I didn't. No. Sadly and unfortunately, Cliff, yeah. George has a harmful medical condition. Oh, he does? Yes, he does. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. I think whenever you mention George Strait, one of the first things yeah. that comes to your mind is Cowboy. And the other one yeah. is a very masculine kind of guy. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, He's a I mean, masculine kind of guy. His his pants are pressed really nice. Yes. So, go ahead. And yeah. that's the harmful medical condition. What do you mean? Well, this is unbelievable to me, but the American Psychological Association has now deemed yeah. traditional masculinity as a harmful medical condition. <laughs> really? Yes. I did not know <clears throat> that. I'm not making that up. <laughs> That's the absolute the truth. American Psychological Association. Yes. A A APA is yes. what they call that. Yeah. I had no idea. It's a harmful medical condition <laughs> to be masculine. Okay. Yeah. Is that not a little strange to you? I, I would agree. It is a bit odd. I don't know what that, you're I mean, supposed to be. I, yeah. I mean, now now that kind of throws that whole thing into flux. I mean, what? how should you be? We've gone eons being for good or bad yeah this way and I now will, i will say this though you're gonna live forever well <laughs> <laughs> but i feel really bad for uh, chuck norris chuck no oh my gosh oh my because if this is true yeah they're gonna have to quarantine his mustache to begin <laughs> with <laughs> that'd be contagious oh, it would be oh my goodness look cliff i'm not a what? doctor by any means what are you talking by about? any means so I probably shouldn't be diagnosing George Strait with a medical condition. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Of traditional male masculinity. Yeah, because that's now, a, is it a disease? Yes. According to the American Psychological It's a medical so, condition. A medical condition. So right. I'll, I'll throw that out there to you, Cliff. Yes. You're a lot smarter than me. Do you think that maybe possibly Luke Bryan has this medical condition <laughs> himself? <laughs> That the medical condition of excessive masculinity. Yes. Do you think Luke has that, or do you think he wouldn't quite I'd, qualify for I'd, that? Uh, depends upon who you ask. <laughs> I mean, if you if you ask those guys at that savingcountrymusic.com, they're going to say, no, he's a big sissy. Oh, okay. Uh, but if you ask, I don't know, some of the women who have been to his concert and then sees, you know, has seen his masculinity in tight pants, they probably would say, yeah, he's got the condition. Like, really bad? Uh, probably really bad. Freak of the week. Well, not Kip Moore. <laughs> not him. No, no, no. We, Cliff and I were having a conversation yes. while Kip was singing. <laughs> yes. And you're thinking this is going to debut tomorrow? I think so. Wow. I think I'm going to do. We're going to launch a new segment from the Morning Roadshow News, uh, probably Friday, right after 8.30, right about this time, called Freak of the Week. So you want to do this before the cool classic? Is that what you're saying, Cliff? Or you don't care? It doesn't matter. Somewhere okay. along in this area. It doesn't have to be exact. Okay. We're making this more complicated than it has to be. And what's it going to be about? Freak of the Week is basically a review of all of the news stories that we have this week, or of any week, and then we'll declare which freak was the freakiest. 
We'll call him Freak of the Week. Or her, if it's a you know woman. No prizes awarded, I guess. There's no prizes, no. Certainly not. We, we don't you know, have any way to do that. But right now, the leading contender on the Freak of the Week was the guy that spent three hours licking somebody's doorbell. Well, that's not that bad. <laughs> we might beat that by tomorrow. <laughs> we might very well. <laughs> well, Cliff, I read this morning that yeah. Bob Dylan... He's going to start touring again later this year. Really? Yes. I how old Bob Dylan is. Oh, he's got to be 71 or 2, I would uh, think. He, and I remember when he was in um, Robert Stadium. Really? Yeah, here, it's been well, clearly a yeah. few years ago. Right. But uh, it was one of the last not concerts in Robert Stadium. Well, his tour is a little different because he wants someone to uh, travel with them yeah. and do sign language. So the uh, deaf Oh, he's 77. People, 77. 77. Yeah. He wants S- someone to do sign language so that the deaf folks that come to the concert okay. can enjoy the words to his songs. <laughs> now, Cliff, uh, I have decent yeah. hearing. Yeah. I can't understand the words no. to his songs. No, I can't either. So, so having someone to interpret the words to his songs... This will be a benefit to all of us. <laughs> we'll finally know what the hell he's talking about. I don't think we will, because to get the true yeah. effect of the mumbling that he does. Yeah, you mean, hey, buddy, I'm buddy, 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 buddy. Like the, the sign language dude yeah. will be wearing mittens, I think. <laughs> you can't really see that. And so you You're can right. be as confused as I am going, what? 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 Huh? What's he doing? What? I saw Cliff on TV next month. There's going to be a show about John and Lorena Bobbitt. You remember them? Oh, yeah. Uh, especially Lorena Bobbitt. Yes. Now, yep. this was supposed to be a four-part documentary. Yeah. But they've cut it back to about a three-parter by now. <laughs> Why would they have done that? Um, I'm thinking, Cliff, that... Um, there was something missing? One part's missing, one okay? Part's... Yes. Yep. But in real life, they sewed it back on. Yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to watch this, though. <laughs> About six hours ago when I woke up at 3.15 this morning, never in my wildest imagination, Cliff, did I think that I would be hearing a nursery rhyme sung to us on voice message featuring Lorena Bobbitt. (laughs) And yet... We certainly would like to be able to play that back so that you all could hear. Yes. And even though the FCC is technically not listening because of the government shutdown, even as far as we can go with good taste... Won't allow us to do that. Wow. Funny? <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, real funny. Matt, you sick, twisted freakazoid. <laughs> well, now, that's not, <laughs> don't, don't say that. That's kind of harsh. <laughs> well, Cliff. Yes? The great and wondrous Take It to the Bank yeah. can get its inspiration from just about anywhere. And this morning... <laughs> It got its inspiration did, from you. Did you say great and wondrous? Yes, take it to the bank. It was inspired today yeah. by you, Mr. Cliff by Ingram. Me. Yes. How could I possibly inspire take it to the bank? Because of your lead news story that you've had all morning long at 6, 7, and 8. Oh, the story about the candidates filing to run in the, um, the municipal elections here coming up. Yes. This, in, in May is when the primary. Right. That got me to thinking and got the take it to the bank thinking, hmm, how about we talk about the vice presidency a little bit today? Okay. Some people have said it's the worst job in the world. The, I believe being Lyndon, the vice president is the worst job in the world. Yes. I believe okay. Lyndon Johnson said it wasn't worth a bucket of warm spit. <laughs> 
But the flip well, side is... it is what you make of it. But the flip side yeah. is you're one heartbeat away from being the top dog. True. At all times. Right. And so, Cliff, we're yeah. going to do a little Take It to the Bank. Okay. Featuring Vice Presidency here on the Morning Road Show. Sitting in this chair is yeah. like eating at a buffet restaurant, Cliff. I have to what keep adjusting mean? stuff over here <laughs> to get comfortable. <laughs> well, it's time now for the great and wondrous <laughs> Take It to the Bank. Okay. Now, Cliff. Yeah. As most of us all know from yeah. in school, Franklin Roosevelt, the only president who has voted in for four terms. That's correct. And then some people didn't like that, and they changed the law where yes. you can only do it do two terms. Two terms. Now, they don't have to be back-to-back. -back. No. They can be separated by many years if you, uh, if you so inclined. So choose to step out of office and then come back in. And we had one president, yep. Mr. Adams, that did that. Mm-hmm. But have you ever thought of this, Cliff? Yeah. Hmm? The vice president mm -hmm. of the United States. Okay. What's the term limit for the vice president hmm. of the United States? That's a good question. Yes. I'm Can afraid he... I don't know the answer to that. Well, the answer is yeah. there are no term limits for <laughs> really? vice presidents. <laughs> so in theory, yeah. different presidents could... Select the same person to be vice president. Over and over and over again. Hmm. Now, they're not going to do that. No. But it's a possibility. It's theoretically possible for it to happen. And I had always thought they would be like the president. Two shots, two yeah. bites at the apple. And, and you're done. And you're done. Agreed. I don't know of any vice president that's had like a two-term with the same <laughs> president, set out a few years, and, and then came come back. back. I don't either. I mean, I, I mean like... Like Nixon was vice president, yes, and then he was out for a period of time, and then he ran for president. Right, but he wasn't back at vice president; he was back as president. Yes. So I, yeah, what you're saying, I don't think that's ever happened. I don't think it has either. Hmm. But it is a possibility that someday, true, we could have the same guy for sixteen, <laughs> twenty years for a job. Basically, you don't do anything. <laughs> Not a bad gig if you can get it. You're right. Cliff, I just missed her, and I wished I had caught Shannon from the library here oh, in town. Yeah. She was over in the other room, and I had a question that yeah. I knew she would know because she's been to what? Disney World? She is like an ambassador for Disney or something yes. like that. Yeah. And she would know this because I've never been in my entire life. Probably will never go. Mm -hmm. But I understand that uh, all of the Disney places yeah. have increased their prices this year. I've heard that. I read that somewhere, yeah. Well over a hundred dollars per day per person. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Well over yeah. that. And mm. uh I was gonna ask Shannon yeah. if it's true from what I've read that when you go into these places in mm -hmm. Disneyland or Disney World, they actually frisk you to make sure that you don't have any weapons on you for the really? safety of everyone in there. I mean, they're all about safety. Yes. Makes seems logical that they would do that. That's unfortunate that they have to. It is unfortunate. It kind of ruins the whole experience, I yeah, would think, I as mean, a kid being frisked <laughs> going in to see Mickey Mouse. You know Excuse what I'm me. Yeah. Yes. We, have to, we have to check your toddler for a handgun. Yes. <laughs> that's kind of kind of sad, but that's yeah. the world we live in. And right. I, I don't know that to be true. Shannon could have told us 100% true or false. Yeah. I am pretty sure, though, Cliff, even, mm -hmm. even though I've never been. Yeah. I bet they frisk you when you leave the place, too, to make sure there's no money left in your pockets before you go home. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Well, morning roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. I have to keep adjusting stuff. <laughs> number two, everyone's butt gets sweaty. 
That's <laughs> true. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today, however, is quarantine his mustache, which is something we should be doing with Paul Vuitton, by the way. Just saying. Now, we need to rope that thing and, and kill it. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.